worship him intentionally tonight. Lift up your hands and give him praise. Give him worship. He's exalted. He's unlimited. He's unlimited. No matter what the issues are, no matter what your challenges are, God is unlimited. He has more than enough to make you to overcome. He has more than enough. More than enough. He's unlimited in his mercy. He's unlimited in his grace. He's unlimited in his power. He's unlimited. He will always be by your side. Worship him from the depth of your heart. Can you speak in tongues? Worship him in the spirit. Manda sotalikari. Mali bozikeri boshatataliya. Mandada karibo site lekeria. Malika ribosute te lekeria laba. Malia to zupa satalia. Mande keribo zunde de keri. Lezo tatali ko zutatalia. Mande keribo shinde de. Father, we thank you, Lord. You are unlimited God. Father, we give you praise. We give you worship. In the mighty name of Jesus. Can we jam our hands for Jesus? Can we appreciate it? Let us appreciate it. Hallelujah. Let us be seated in God's presence. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Have you welcomed the person sitting beside you? Can you welcome somebody to church? Tell them you are welcome in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Before I climb up, they asked me for water. I said I don't want. But now I need it. So give me one minute. Praise the Lord. I feel better. Can we appreciate God one more time? <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, so we will continue in our series in the high of the storm. And you know, this is a very uh, topic that is close to my heart. <laughs> because I've been in many storms. <laughs> right from my childhood, I've been going through storms. And uh, I'm here, I'm still going through them, <laughs> but God has been faithful, and uh, God has helped us to master the storms, so that even in the storm, we don't know that there's any storm going on. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, so um, I believe that God will bless us tonight, and I believe that um, after tonight, you will receive strength to overcome every storm. In the name of Jesus. No matter how long it has been, tonight it's coming to an end. Whatever the delay is, it might be marriage, it might be childbirth, it might be one sickness, it might be a job, it might be your business, you know, it might be health. Whatever the challenge is, whatever the storm is, God is going to make you to come out victorious in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, we have storms of all kinds, different kinds of storms. When we talk about storm, it's unpleasant situation, difficult times, um, challenging situations, things that make you weep, that make you cry, things that bring shame. And you cannot even tell people that maybe in the middle of the night you might wake up and you'll be crying. Things that cause depression. And things that makes you ask God, why? <laughs> you know, many Christians, you ask God, why me? Why, why is it happening? I've served you, I've done all kinds of things, but I'm still going through this stuff. Those are storms of life. Praise the Lord. You know, um, in my own little life, I'm still very young. Even though I'm the pastor of elder, elders, I'm still a very young man. Praise the Lord. So in my short life, I've experienced some kind of storms, you know. I remember when I gave my life to Christ um, many years ago, kind of, 
gave my life to Christ in May. I was going back to school in June. And um, I went to Oyibo, Otto bus stop, where I schooled in the north. So that was my last semester. Just go do some papers and come back. And, uh, you know, I entered the bus. And I was the last passenger to enter. I entered. And when we got to Shagamu, the vehicle was involved in a very serious accident. Serious accident that I was unconscious for how many days? Three days. I was unconscious. Everything that happened from the point of accident till the third day, I can't even remember. It was later I was hearing the things that happened. That the car, I mean, there was a busted tire. The driver lost control. And the vehicle was going around like this. And bodies were being flung out into bush, into different places. And after turning around several times, the vehicle starts somersaulting. Praise the Lord. And uh, it happened close to Shagamu. And somebody just, I, I was moved to some hospitals. That was what people were telling me. Some of my schoolmates that witnessed the accident and knew that I was in the bus. Before I got to school, people were already saying that Shukwa is dead. That was the news in school. Because I was a bit popular. But not popular for the right things though. But <laughs> I was a bit popular in school. So the news was already going around like Shukwa is dead, Shukwa is dead. You know? So that was a storm. And it happened just after I gave my life to Christ. <laughs> then I be asking God, which one now? Well, I don't give life. I did they know my things they go well. <laughs> I did after I got give life. Ah uh-uh, ah, which kind of thing it is. <laughs> You know, so it was kind of scary, <laughs> you know, but God has walked through it all and it has made me stronger. Praise the Lord. So storms happen, getting a job, difficult times, getting a job, you know. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are. It doesn't matter your height. It doesn't matter anything. The storms of life is common to all. Everyone, everyone must go through storms of life. Everyone. The Bible said there is no temptation that has come across you. Except that which is what? is common. So your case is not special. You know, so all those questioning, you are questioning God and asking God, why me? And the question you ask is, why not you? Why, is this, why should it be somebody else? So your case is not special. It's happening to other people. That same thing you are going through, it has happened to other people. And it will still happen to more people. So what we're saying is that storms of life are a constant. Everyone was experienced it. Your own might be in different forms. And you see, the way it happens is that storms of life happen in different forms to people. Some people get married on time. They have delayed childbirth. You know, some people lose job. Some people lose everything going well. But when it comes to finances... I mean, they've never been able to break through financially. So there's always one form of storms or the other happening in their life. And you see, it's also important for us to know that the storms of life, um, some of them are by your mistakes. You know, some of them is as a result of the mistakes you have made. I mean, you two, you know now. You know some of the mistakes you made that landed you in the trouble you are in. Abby? So some of your storms... They are not anybody. They are self-made. So we have some storms of life that are self-made. They are self-inflicted. Either because of foolishness. Because of indiscipline. You know? Because of a lot of things. And there are some storms of life that are what? That are satanic. It's satanic. It has nothing to do with your mistakes. It is the hell. The host of hell. They just notice you. <laughs> they noticed you and they said, yes, let's go for it. Let's go for him. Praise the Lord. You know, Job was on his own. And the devil pointed him out. And that's how it, all the problem just started. He didn't even know that they were already discussing about him in the heavenly places. So that's how some of you are, some people are discussing about you in some places. Praise the Lord. <laughs> but they've already failed, Abby. Praise the Lord. So some, some storms are satanic. They are demonic. Jesus told Peter, 
He said, Simon, Simon, Simon. He said, the devil has asked of you. He wanted to sift you as wheat. He said, but I have prayed for you that your faith faileth not. So there are satanic storms. Satanic storms from the pit of hell. Praise the Lord. And there are some storms that are life. It's just life. It's not Satan. It's not uh, your mistakes. It's just life. Life just happened. Like the COVID that happened in 2020. Now on just life. Nobody said, I'm sure Satan too was shocked. <laughs> well, it, yeah. it was amazing. Say, oh, wow. You know, nobody in the street to tempt and all those things. Everybody don't run, go out. <laughs> Raise the Lord. <laughs> you know. <laughs> like the economic crisis that is going on in Nigeria now. That one is not, uh, it's not your fault. <laughs> it's not satanical. You know, be demon, they made dollar rise up. Even Satan too, the day it is surprised. All the naira away in get, you don't they convert them to dollar. <laughs> Even say so. So there are some kind of storms that are natural. It's not your fault. It's not anybody's fault. It's just life. Life just happens. You just see some sickness will just come from nowhere. Just come. Those are storms of life. In 2020, you know, May. I spoke with my mom about a week before then. I mean, she was very happy, excited. And, you know, we just talked. Then the following week, my younger brother called me that my mom has entered into what we call a diabetic shock. Coma. She has went into coma. Somebody I spoke with last week. And that's how the challenge, all the, uh, that's how that storm started. She was rushed to intensive care unit. She was unconscious. She was unconscious for four months. Four months. You know? After a point, they discovered that it's not just diabetic. She, was, she also has COVID. In 2020, she has COVID. So she was battling with what? With uh, diabetics. And she was also battling with, with COVID. The kidneys were failing. The liver was failing. They couldn't operate on her. I mean, it was serious. After she finally woke up, she couldn't talk for months. That was a storm. Nobody planned for it. We didn't pray for it to happen. Life just what? Life just happens. It just happens. <laughs> Praise the Lord. No matter how much I bang the gate of heaven and ask God questions, God will just be looking and say, look, you know, this is not what you should be doing. Praise the Lord. So it just happened. It's not her fault that she went into a diabetic shock. It's not my fault in Nigeria that my mom, somebody will have told me, she be a man of God, you should have seen vision and know that she will go into, I didn't see any vision. I spoke with her, it happened, you know, praise the Lord. Anytime they call me from U.S., because she stays there, anytime they call me from the place, the message I will be, my heart will just keep. That maybe they're telling me that, you know, how can my, my mother die of COVID? That means the body, I can't even see the body. There are a lot of complications about people that died from COVID. It's a big, it was a big storm. I mean, it was, it's not a pleasant experience. Praise the Lord. So storm happens. It happens to everybody. It can be self-made, it can be natural, and it can also be what? Be satanic. Now, one of the things that happens with storms is that storms also reveals what is on your inside. At the end of the day, what storms helps you to do or to know is to know what stuff you are made of. You realize what is on your inside. You realize whether you have what it takes. You know, uh, Proverbs 24 verse 10. It says, when you fail in the days of adversity, your strength is what? Small. Many people, you will not know the measure of your strength until you enter the days of what? Of adversity. Have you ever seen people, have you ever been in a plane and the plane is about to crash? Can you watch people's reaction? Everybody calling different kinds of names. Some people will be asking for forgiveness. They'll be confessing sins they've sinned. Everything. You see Imam calling Jesus' name. You see every you see different kind of things. You understand? During that period, what is inside will come out. Some people will enter into a crisis mode and they stop coming to church. They become bitter, they turn to unbelievers. 
they might even be HOD. But because of a slight storm in their life, what will happen to them? They will leave God. They will abandon church. They will abandon God. It shows that there was nothing on the inside from the onset. Praise the Lord. Now, you see, we know that storms of life will surely come. It's something that is a constant. So, you don't build strength in the days of the storm. What do you do? You build strength even before the storms. Praise the Lord. And that's one of the things that has helped my life. You know, there was a point in my career, they, they sacked a lot of people in my office. And, you know, by, I don't know, God just did it. They didn't sack me. So, so later I got to know that they were putting people's names. And they got to my name. And like three, four people were saying, no, don't touch that name. You know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't. So, I wasn't sacked, yeah. So, the person, the HR guy was telling me after it had happened, about months after. And I, now it, I, I asked myself that, why should my name even be on the list? Praise the Lord. Why should my name even be on the list? And something struck me. That you see, you don't wait for challenges to come before you start praying. You pray ahead. There are some prayers you send into your future to settle certain things. That even when they come, you will not notice. Because God has dealt with it. Praise the Lord. And that is the power of prayers. And since that day, since that day, I don't pray until problem comes. I make prayer a constant in my life. I don't confess when there is sickness. I make my confession ahead of time. I don't confess that I will not be sick because I have malaria. No. I've already been confessing it. So malaria cannot come. I don't confess long life when I'm threatened. My life is threatened. I'm already confessing it every day. My prayer altar is something that is non-negotiable. Praise the Lord. Because I know that that is one of the surest way for me to handle the what? To handle the storms of life. Praise the Lord. So, the storm of life, they reveal what is on your inside. They reveal whether it is um, Nollywood that is on your inside, whether it's Netflix, whether it's Instagram, whether it's Facebook, whether it's TikTok. I'm not saying you shouldn't do TikTok, but I'm just saying, in the high of the storm, TikTok will not help you. I'm telling you the truth. In the high of the storm, all those likes you are doing on Instagram, even have 30 million likes. In the high of the storm, it doesn't matter. It's, it's irrelevant. It's not needed, though. Praise the Lord. All those makeup you are putting on, all those Brazilian wig you are buying, all those things you are making investments in, in the eye of the storm, the storm does not recognize Brazilian wig. I'm telling you. The storm does not know Mary Kay. It doesn't know foundation. It doesn't know anything, no. So, you better watch what is on your inside. Better watch it. Better ask yourself, what are you filled with? What are you? Because these challenges will come. Let nobody deceive you. Jesus said, in the world, there will be what? There will be tribulations. Say, but be of good share. I've overcome the world. Let nobody deceive you. You might be frolicking around now, gallivating and cannibalizing and Christmas is coming. You are already, you are, you know, party after party. Your calendar for Christmas is already booked. Booked to the... Uh, <laughs> you know? In the eye of the storm, all those parties you are going to, you can't call them to pray for you. You can't call them. All those boys who are hanging around, all those ladies... If chips are down, you won't find them. Oh. You tell them, pray for me. They don't know anything about prayer. Instead of praying for you, they'll be singing Kiss Daniel for you. <laughs> so, <laughs> I beg you, storms will come. The question is, what is on your inside? What do you have on your inside? Galatians 4 verse 1. Galatians 4 verse 1. It's very one of my most profound scriptures. Profound. <laughs> it said, uh, 
Now I say that a child and heir, he has everything. He's the owner of all things. He said, but as long as he is a child, he does not differ from a slave that is being harassed, even though he is the master of all. So sometimes it's not that God doesn't want to answer prayers. It's just that you are still a, a baby. So there are some things God can't give to you. Praise the Lord. So one of the emphases in life is growth. Growth. Not academic growth. Not, I mean, we studied, we read books. Our resident pastor, if you, he has studied everywhere. Go to Dubai, go to Singapore, go to Malaysia. Have you gone to Malaysia, sir? <laughs> I know that I know he has done. I've seen a pastor, they awarded him doctorate degree. So we are not saying that book is not good, though, but we are just saying that you should be loaded. You should be loaded with God. You should be loaded with his word. Praise the Lord. Because when the chips are down, that is what you bring out. That is what you do what? You bring out. Very important. Very important. Growth. Cannot be what? You can't negotiate. You can't, you can't undermine it. It's not negotiable. You must grow. Most of the prayers you are praying, you don't need to pray them. What you need to do is to what? To grow up. What you need to do is to what? What you need to do is to do what? It's not spiritual gymnastics. I've seen many people falling under the anointing. And they stand up the same. No change. No difference. It's not by falling down. It's not by shaking and shedding tears. You know, people can cry. Small thing like this, they are shaking. You are crying. You look at, you look at that, you think you are not spiritual. You say, is there something else that is happening here that I'm not feeling? They insist as if they have direct contact. <laughs> you know, forget all those spiritual gymnastics. So. Forget them. The important thing is growth. Spiritual growth. It's not by dancing. It's not by shouting. It's not. When the chips are down, we'll know whether you've grown or not. It shows. It shows. You can blame God all the more you like. You see, you see that when I mention storms that self-made, Satan-made, uh, natural, did I mention God-made? Yeah, I will come to that. Because mm-hmm. some people are busy blaming God. God, why? After I've served you, how can you do this to me? Me, your only child. You died for me and you are still punishing me. You know? <laughs> So, you know, when I listen to it, there's no, there's no God-made storm. There's no what? Yeah, so let me just, let me just clear that from your heart. So no God-made storm. <laughs> Praise the Lord. He said God will, cannot be tested with evil. And he will not test you with evil. He cannot. He will not. Praise the Lord. You know, storms happen. Because when they're natural, world, when they're falling world, so things happen. Things happen. You know? Praise the Lord. Now, the other fact is that storms are for a season. Storms are for a what? Season. Storms are not meant to be permanent. Every storm has a beginning and is meant to have what? An end. Praise the Lord. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 17. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 17. Praise the Lord. I don't know the scriptures of, so please, you need to help me. Praise the Lord. He said, for our what? For our what? Uh-huh. The affliction is light, so if your own storm is too heavy, watch it. Uh-huh. <laughs> they said, for our light affliction, which is what for what? For a moment. Worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. So, the storms that you are facing is for a what? A moment. It's not meant to be permanent. The children of Israel, they were meant to enter the wilderness and stay in the wilderness for how many days? 40 days. That's the plan. It wasn't meant to be 40 years. But disobedience and a lot of things extended it. All the afflictions of Job, if you read the book of Job, you to look at if his afflictions was for like 50 years. But those afflictions were just for like about two years. So, the afflictions are for what? For a moment. 
is for a moment. So why is it very important for us to have it in our, in our mind that afflictions are for a season so that you can be patient? Praise the Lord. So that you can come out of the storm stronger and better and not come out of it bitter and depressed. Praise the Lord. You must know that that situation you are going through is for a moment. It's not meant to be forever. Delayed marriage is not meant to be forever. And some people, they've come to a point whereby the storm has so much affected them that they have given up hope. You see a lot of women, they will tell you they are not interested in getting married again. They are not interested. They are tired of waiting. Hmm. You need to wait to praise the Lord. <laughs> you, need to, you need to wait. Because it is for a what? A moment. Okay, there was there's someone that called me early in the morning in the morning and she was shedding tears. She was crying seriously. And I said, What's the problem? She said, That day is her birthday. I said, if it's your birthday, why should you be crying? She said she's 40 years and that she's not married and everything. She was very sad. I mean, ladies understand what I'm talking about. Abby? It can be very... Okay, I don't know what you are saying, but let me come here. <laughs> My people are saying something. Okay. okay, ladies, you understand, Shah? I'm not confessing that it's you. I'm just asking a question. So don't personalize it. It's a normal question. You will not be 40 years to get married. You will get married quickly. Praise the Lord. You know, so, I mean, so she said that she has decided that she will just get a baby. That she's working, she has money. She will just do what? I mean, have a baby. I don't know whether it's IVF or whichever way. She said, I said she will have a baby. So I said, no, no, she should chill now. She shouldn't now, you know, and all those things. But she shall, you know, struggle and everything. Long story short, enter into one relationship. We talk to her. It's not the right one. It is. But when somebody is like around 44, 45, and they bring somebody to you, <laughs> you want to be gentle with them in saying this is not the person. <laughs> You know, but we knew it wasn't now. We tried to delay, use all kinds of sign, language, talk to them, cancel the counseling, did everything. She, she shall, yes, we canceled the counseling, we, she shall bear force. They did everything. So at the end of the day, they got married. And from the moment she got married. <laughs> yes, so, yes, you know, she shall did. So, from the moment she got married, what happened? Problems. She called me crying every day. Crying every day. At the end of the day, she's out of the marriage. The baby she's looking for, she didn't have it. The marriage she wanted, no marriage. She's now not only single. She's now what? She's now a divorcee. Praise the Lord. So, the importance of patience. is better for you to be single and happy than to be married. I'm telling you from the moment she got married, this lady calls me almost every day. One problem or the other. From poverty to fighting to emotional abuse, different kind of things. And I realized that she was happier when she was single. So the importance of being patient. It's a season. Keep calm. Follow the process. Don't interrupt the process. Follow the process. And look up to God. And God will surprise you. God will amaze you. God will turn that delay. He will turn it into what? He will turn it into a testimony. He will turn it into a testimony. If you have waited for so long, then don't settle for anything. After you have waited, you have wasted time. Why are you now settling for just anything? Believe God. Trust God. Don't be telling people that there are no, there are no men in Nigeria. That there are no men. Men are finished. Don't be telling people. Look. Yes, many ladies say they say there's no men. There's no men. Is it men you want to marry? Is it not a man? Yeah, your own man is there. So just. My time is on. There was a lady I met her last year, and we were talking, and she was very negative about relationship. Very negative. Men are strong, men are this, men are that. Her sister was getting engaged. 
She thought she was protecting the sister. She did not know that I envy. Any man, the sister brought, she said, you are too young. Why, why are you looking at men? Is it men you should be thinking of now? The sister that has served though, and ready. But because of she, the senior sister, never get person. She's now really feeling it. She just talking rubbish. No men, men are this, men are that. I told her, look, I know you have had bad experience. But you see, your confession is important. You see, don't wait until you see a guy that looks like it. And you begin to claim that man. Just have a time you want to get married. And have a what? And have a confession of the type of person you want. And make it a daily confession. You don't care who the guy is. You are just confessing. Wherever the man is, God will bring that man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And she did it. She did it. Last year, she did it. Last year, she did it. She did last year. This weekend, she got married. She got married this weekend. I'm not, uh, I'm not some uh, one boy boy, boy boy here. Correct guy. If you see, succulent, strong, big, most. <laughs> she got married though. So the Bible says you shall have what you say. Oh, say the right things, oh. You, you want to see someone before you now start claiming him and mentioning his name. No. Just have your own name. Just have the person you... The, the, you have a time that God, every day, make it your confession. And God will manufacture that person. If the person is in Brazil, Togo, Lome, or Australia, God will bring them. You understand? So, the storms are for war or season. They are for a season. You must trust God within the storm. Trust God within the storm. Believe him that all things are working together for my good. That should be your confession, even in the storm. That everything is working together for my good. I might not understand what is happening, but at the end of the day, it will favor me. At the end of the day, it will be for my good. Praise the Lord. The next one is storms are for a purpose. Storms are for what? A purpose. Hebrews 12 verse 2. Hebrews 12 verse 2. Storms are for a purpose. Storms are for a purpose. He said, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame, and he sat down at the right, of, at the right hand of the throne of God. Praise the Lord. So, he said, Looking at Jesus, who what for the joy, the joy that he said. So every storm, there's a joy after every storm. There's a purpose after every storm. You must not look, you must not lose focus of that purpose. You must keep it in your mind. That at the end of the day, you will come out better. You will come out stronger. You will come out happier. All the pains that happen during the storm you will not remember them again. Praise the Lord. And that is the way life is. You see, the time that you were broke, when money comes, you will not remember them. You will forget them. The times that you used to walk, try from one place to the other, you will not remember them again. The time that there was not enough money in your account, when you pass through the storm and you come out victorious, there will not be something that you think of. Because God will have so much blessed you, God will have so much lifted you that you will not remember them again. Praise the Lord. I mean, you know, when I pass through my own storm, I don't remember them again. I just, like, it's, it's blurry. It's, not, it's blurry, you know understand? It's blurry. Those times there was no food. It's blurry. I can't really remember. I don't know whether it was Garu were taking or milk. I don't remember. You know? Because God has blessed me. I mean, and I just started. I'm telling you. I'm, he has blessed me. He has blessed me. That's my own confession. You, you confess your own. He has blessed me. <laughs> Praise the Lord. God has blessed me, really, really. It's not just confession. He has blessed me. But we are not yet there. We are still working in progress. You understand? But I can't remember them. When I, when I used to, like, you know, um, maybe my kids, I had to take them out of school. No money anywhere, you know. 
And you see, what God told me was, I was doing a pyramid scheme, you know. <laughs> but that period, I thought I was very smart. I work in the bank, so I have all this financial intelligence, you know. So you collect money from here, you used to pay this one. If this one is you, you collect from here, you pay. <laughs> some of you know what I'm saying. Some of you are doing it. It's even easier now, all this online banking application. God will help you. Praise the Lord. You know, so you collect money from here. You know, you are forming a pyramid scheme. You know, and a pyramid scheme is just a matter of time. It will crumble. Just a matter of time. So what God told me in the midst of it is that do not borrow. Do not what? Borrow. Don't collect money from anybody. And don't ask anybody for money. Wow. Man, my pyramid scheme is gone. <laughs> so as I start collecting money from anybody, all the debtors, they just appear. <laughs> but there was no money to set you. They just appear. And that's why you know, it is why you are in the storm. You know who is your friend. You know who is for you. You know who is against you. Until money enters relationship, you don't know the person. I'm telling you. That's why when it comes to money now, I don't borrow people money. I will tell you, look, I will give you. But I can't borrow you. But borrow now. That relationship... Uh, yes, sir. That love you have for me. Money enter. You not love me again. I'll become your enemy. Praise the Lord. And God said I shouldn't borrow. And I did not borrow. And you see, it wasn't easy. But I was patient. It was not easy. You know, even when someone sent money to me from abroad, God would tell me to go and sow that money. I mean, $100, $200. I'll come to church. I'll give it as offering. Praise the Lord. But it was just a matter of time. And God changed the story. All the debts were paid off. Everything. All the property that I sold, all the cars that I sold, I regained it. And even much more. Praise the Lord. And what's the purpose now? The purpose is that now I'm a little bit compassionate. When somebody comes and is telling me I broke their heart, because I've been there. I'm not quick to blame them. Because if I blame them that you are stupid, then it means me too, I was very stupid. <laughs> If I blame that, you are a foolish man. Well, how can you make this kind of mistake? It will come unto me that you too, you made this terrible mistake. Oh. So it has helped me to be able to balance it in my counseling with people. And, you know, to be able to, not that I will give them money, but at least I was able to do what? To empathize with them. I was able to put myself in their shoes. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So there is a purpose. At the end of the day, you have a purpose. Praise the Lord. And you see, you must also understand the fact that what the devil meant for evil, God will turn it for good. No matter how. At the end of the day, it will work in your favor. At the end of the day, it will work for your good. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now, I'm going to end on this note. God is not the author of the storms. God is not the word, the author of the storm. God is your helper in the storm. Praise the Lord. God is your what? Your helper within the storm. It is not God that originates the storm. It is not God that makes it to happen. God knows the storm will come. It is part of the natural environment that we live in. But you are not alone in the storm. God is with you within the storm. And because God is with you, the storm will not swallow you. Because God is with you, the storm will not see your hand. You will see the hand of that storm. Because God is with you, you will come out stronger. You will come out better in the name of Jesus if there is any advantage that you have within the storm, is the fact that God is with you. And God is your helper. It's not the one that orchestrated the storm. It's the one that makes you to see be alive now, even within the storm. Praise the Lord. The story of the three evil boys, they were thrown into the fire. And when the king looked, he saw that they threw three people inside the fire. But what happened at the end of the day? There was a fourth person. There is always a fourth person in your life. There is always Jesus with you. 
you can never be stranded. You can never be frustrated. At the end of the day, you will come out on top. You will come out better. You will come out stronger in the name of Jesus. They threw Daniel into the lion's den. That was a storm. But what happened in the lion's den? The lion became what? They became his friends. Praise the Lord. What was meant for evil turned out to be what? To be good for him. It doesn't matter who has gathered against you. No matter the people that have gathered, no matter the, the, the enemy that is working against you, they cannot win against you because God is for you. And the Bible says, if God be for me, who can be against me? I want to tell you, this is one of my major, major stronghold in my life. The fact is this, that the love of God is undisputed. You see, no matter the issues I'm facing, Isaiah 54 verse 10, he said, though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, he said, the love I have for you, it will not stop. The love I have for you, it will not end. The storms you are going through, it might be your mistake, but God is still for you. It might be satanic, but God is still for you. It might be man natural, God is for you. God will never leave you. He will never abandon you. The story of the prodigal son. He went out. He has, he has, he, it, that one is what we call self-made what? Storm. It wasn't anybody pursuing him. No demon was pursuing him. He was the one pursuing himself. He was the demon in his life. It was self-inflicted. He went. And the Bible says when he came to himself, the Bible says that when he was still what? Afar off. Praise the Lord. When he was still what? Afar off. His father saw him afar off. And his father ran to him. Praise the Lord. That means that every day, the father was outside waiting for him to come home. And that is the story of our life. I always tell people, God never leaves you. God never forsakes you. God never departs from you. God never abandons you. Most times it is you that left. It is you that abandoned God. It is you that disappears. I want to tell you that God is waiting for you. God wants you to come home. In the height of the storm, your greatest strength is Jesus Christ. Your greatest strength is what? Is Jesus. Your greatest strength is God. There are some things that God has done for me. I know it's not by my, it's not by how smart. I'm not that intelligent. There are some open doors that God gave to me that it can never be anybody else. But it is God that did it. And it's not because I'm better. It's not because I'm smarter. It's just that God is God. And God is faithful. And God will never change. And God will never leave me. God will never forsake me. God will never abandon me. God will never disgrace me. God will never allow me to be a public shame. God is too much in love with me. God is too much. He has proved it countless times. He will never leave. Even in the midst of the storm. In the midst of mistakes, God is always there with me. Praise the Lord. The constant thing in my life has been God. And it will always be God. In the high of the storm, God is with you. In the high of the storm, God is for you. In the high of the storm, God is in you. He said, God has gone ahead of you. God is with you. He said, do not be afraid. I will not forsake you. I will not abandon you. I don't know what the situation is, though, but God is not just in the storm with you. God is bigger than the storm. We call him, he's even the God of the storm. He's bigger than that storm. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We are going to stand up and pray, and we are going to pray with what Jesus did. Praise the Lord. We are going to pray with what Jesus did in the high of the storm. Storms will come. Storms will come, but you are not alone. You are not, it's for a purpose, and you need to be patient in it. But there is somebody that is with you that never leaves you. He never abandons you. <laughs> he never forsakes you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You see, at a point in your life, you realize that everything that has been happening, that looks as if they are, at, they are not working, at the end of the day, you realize that they are working for your good. So many businesses that I've started and I close them. 
at the end of the day, I realized that they were all words connecting together to bring me to where I am today. So, I thought it was a mistake then. But now, with benefit of insight, I realized that it was never a mistake. With God, nothing is a mistake. The devil might throw things at you, but God will use it to build you up. The devil might throw challenges at you, but God will change it around and it will be to your favor. People that have laughed at you, they will be the one to come and celebrate you. People that have mocked you, they've mocked you, either publicly or secretly, they will come to congratulate you. Pastor Hem, when she was in, when for those eight years, we knew people in church that were like taunting and talking. So after you know, they left, praise God. I will know. But when she did the dedication, baby dedication, we saw many people. The enemies were there. They don't have a choice. There is a way your testimony will be so tangible. It will be so big that even your enemies, they will say God is with you. They will have no choice but to acknowledge that God is for you. And that is the kind of testimony God will give you. Because if you have waited for long, God will not come and just give you one testimony that nobody will even notice. He will give you something that is big. Something that is tangible. Speaking testimonies. Testimonies that you don't need to talk too much. This testimony is speaking for itself. Those are the testimonies God is giving you. Mark chapter 4, verse 39. Jesus was in the storm. And there was something that Jesus did. And that's what you are going to do tonight. Just five minutes. My time is up. Just five minutes. Mark 4.39. You are going to do it. Because every storm, they, has, they have ears. They can hear. What did I say? Every storm, they have, an, they have ears. They can hear. You are going to speak to the storms. You see, you cannot tolerate the storms. You cannot as, adapt to the storm. You are not meant to adapt. You are meant to overcome the storm. You are not meant to tolerate the storm. If you tolerate the storm, the storm will become your friend. You say they say what you do, what you tolerate, you cannot what you cannot change. They said the devil you do not resist. That devil will not go away. The battles you don't fight, you won't win it. Praise the Lord. So this is what Jesus did in the high of the storm. The Bible says, and he arose. And he did what? He rebuked the storm. You must rebuke the storm. That challenge, you must rebuke it. You must talk to it. He rebuked the storm. He rebuked the way and said unto the sea. He said, peace. Be still. And the wind ceased. And there was a great calm. I see great calmness coming into your life. I see great peace coming into your life. I speak shalom into your life. Any area in your life that needs the peace of God, receive it tonight. In the name of Jesus. Any area of your life that needs calmness, your account needs to be calm. You know, there's a way billions will be in your account. You need to be calm. Calmness. Receive that in Jesus' name. There's money in Nigeria. There's money. There's money. So watch your if you are among the people that are saying we don't know what is happening, please change your mouth. We know what is happening. What is it that is happening? Money is coming into my account in billions. I prosper in all currency. My pastor has been saying it when we are in Festa Plaza. How many of you know Festa Plaza? He has been saying it. He prosper in all currency. Is he not prospering in all currency now? Some of us, maybe if we have been saying it too since that time. Yeah, you see? Praise the Lord. You don't wait until the currency start coming. Just be speaking into your future. So you are going to speak peace into your life. I want you to open your mouth tonight and begin to declare peace. Peace in your business. Peace in your marriage. Peace concerning your finances. Peace concerning your career. Open your mouth and speak. Open your mouth and speak. God is waiting for you. God said, I'm ready to do what I hear you say. He said, I am committed. What you say tonight, I will do it for you. What you say tonight, I will do it for you. 
what you say tonight, I will do it for you. God said, whatever you say, I will do it. Begin to speak. Do not keep quiet. Though. In the eye of the storm, no silence in the eye of the storm. No silence in the eye of the storm. Open your mouth and rebuke the storm. Stand and rebuke the storm. Open your mouth and declare peace. Is it unemployment? Declare peace. Is it failure? Declare the peace of God. Is it poverty? Declare peace. Is it marital issues? Declare the peace of God. You have waited long enough. Declare the peace of God. Declare the peace. Declare peace. Declare peace. Declare peace. Open your mouth. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Your prayer matters. God hears you. God hears you. God hears you. God hears you. Mande keribo sutata. Malibo sekerebo shindere. Father, we thank you. Father, we give you praise. Malibo toshatal. Malikali ko zute tele keri. Malika to sutatalia. Malike ko sutatali bo jindere. Malikito satalikari. Mazika tasatalia. Malikuza kede ko zundede. Lasatata pasutalia. Malika meleko sotende. Likusa ta pasha. Lekeke kolo kozuta. Malika tata palusatalia. Meleke to zinde. Masha la kakaka. Mange keke keli bosutatale kali. Malika kali kozike riboshinde. Father will worship you. Father will give you praise. Father will thank you, Lord. Begin to give him praise. 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 Just worship him. Bless his name. Bless his name. Father will thank you. Well, thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus, I speak peace over your life. I declare shalom in your life. Every area of your life, I declare shalom. Nothing missing in your life. Nothing broken in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Can we appreciate God one more time?